0: Welcome along to Kembla Grange Racecourse as we wrap up the meeting yesterday here. The million dollar gong in front of a good crowd and a good track. We've got the warrior to look at and we'll go across to Perth. Now guys, what sport in the world? On one side of the country you see five kids ride half the programme. I'm not sure of their their ages, but young kids, Lloyd, Gibbons...
1: They're called apprentices. And Schiller. Yep.
0: And then you go to Perth...
2: And an 82-year-old wins his first group one. Yes. Uh, that's incredible, but he's a great trainer. Colin Webster. Yeah. There's a little bit of speculation to say that he trained the Oaks winner in 1980, you know. Um, so we'll have to get to the bottom of that Well, it one. came out of his mouth in the, in the yeah, interview that it was his some, first. I was reading some social media last night. And they said, oh, Colin trained the Oaks winner, in it might have been 1980 or something, and they think it was a group one. But right. Maybe, yeah, we'll get to the bottom of it anyway. We'll oh, we get well. to the bottom of it.
0: Um, Wayne Harris, what did you think of your hometown meeting yesterday?
1: Oh, I loved it. Um, as usual, the wind turned up when we turned up, and that was a great program, ten races. Um, they had just had enough stalls to fill all the horses, actually. With Michael Craig, the racing manager, Yeah, a lot of, of runners. And try and trying to uh, find stalls for them. and. Great days, race manager. So it's good to see the young guys coming through, and uh, we've got a good bunch of apprentices coming through to fill the voids when the others others go.
0: We just had a little problem at the start of the gong though, when "Run <laughs> to Paradise" was playing and the gong was waiting to be donged.
2: Yeah, look, the, the execution needs work. I, mean, you know, I think uh, the, there was horses that were running late. They put this song on. It uh, went for about seemed to go for about five minutes. It went
0: too long. All you need is 60 seconds to get the crowd. Enough, along, but yeah. I think it went for about five and a half minutes. Then they turned the record over and they played the B side. <laughs> and
2: then, and then there was, there's three horses in uh, the barrier and then we haven't even run the bong uh, the, hit the gong by the The gong, the
0: gong. <laughs> the gong. Although there's something to do with bongs in the, in well, the title well, of the song.
2: I, I'm not a big fan of the song either. It's a good jingle, but if you know what this the song's about it's about you know the getting Mis- drunk and, and uh, smoking dope and and being on the dole and at the pub of a sunday afternoon getting drunk. It's <laughs> so about your younger days wasn't it it's no. <laughs> about misspent youth yeah exactly and um, and you get there and wind all these people up and then you say the drink's off, There was no more. you're not allowed to have any more grove. Well that
0: wasn't the club's fault, that was the, the yeah, licensing supervisor. Well that's, that, that's got to be anyway, sorted out as well. Let's go and have a look at Riadini's win in the, uh, the gong. Now these two races, they have well and truly found their place, the Hunter and the gong at this time of year. We had a great addition to the Hunter last week, and we had a
2: capacity field with a lot of quality running over a mile yesterday. Oh, this was a terrific race um, on paper and it delivered as well. And what a this is a this we know they're great trainers, but this was a marvellous training performance, the setup This has been a plan for this horse for four or five months. They, they've planned this, this, this double attack, this into the Ingham. And they run him in a couple of weight for age races, short of his best. And here they are, they find themselves lightly weighted in the right race, at the right time and he gets the job done um she's a superb mare. Uh, mayor this hope in your heart the local and uh, she just she's just, a little bit unlucky you could say that you could say that but you can say that about you know heaps of runs yeah, in every true. race but a little bit unlucky but she got a chance to wind up um yeah how can you knock her for what she's done this preparation oh, hey. coming he's out a very good trainer yeah, yeah no, there's
1: no doubt about it. No. He's old school too, he spent a bit hmm. of time in Sydney, early doors, and he uh, doesn't really tell his left hand what his right hand is doing Well time.
0: and He would have been shattered when, um, think it over when a miss, yes. and then all of a sudden she appears. Now, he, yep. he was placed in a gog, hmm. think it over, yep. and look at what he did. So
2: the sky's the limit for her now. She oh. got
1: shunted very wide there, got a pretty decent yeah, bump, yeah, I think. Yeah. I thought that was enough to knock her out of the game a mm. bit.
2: Yeah, you might be right. Wild Planet, Planet, Planet run a ripper at oh, a mile.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah he, he over-raced and just got a little bit keen. And he I took my eyes off him because I was watching the winner and the so other I. So I looked back because I thought I had the first four. He put his head in there and, and, and cut me out. So. Yeah. Um, well, considering they've run a... A course record time. He, he's mm. gone pretty hard up front, and you have to give him him um, really good credit as but well. But you were man. pretty warm on Reddy sort of when we did Form One the other night. his uh, runs w- leading up were terrific. I just yeah. think everyone
2: yeah. found him. You know, I, I could have easily backed him. I was mm. when I was picked up the form. I said, oh, I'm going to be on this at twenty to one. Mm. You know, because he hasn't won in three years. Three years, but
0: placed in an Epsom, mm. placed in at Chelmsford placed in a George main mm. with form
2: around Think It Over yep. and very elegant. Yeah. Look, he was likeable, but um, he was likeable mm. to many to start more or less near favourite. Mm. And so, but You like, look
0: back and you think, how hasn't he won a race? But you look at every race he's run in, they've all been at the, the top of the tree races. since he came um, over from New Zealand.
1: Yeah. How strong is that race getting though, this, this race? Oh, and the Hunter's just as good, but the Gong, we were pulling our hair out trying to do yeah. our tips for the race, yeah. and you just yeah. keep changing your numbers. Yep, no, no doubt. No, look I here. did form on, as you probably did, do on speed maps barriers. Halfway through the day, we had that vacuum of wind come up, and horses Mm. were sort of getting put off balance. (laughs) Barriers didn't mean a difference. So, drawing 18, they could win. No, No. you just
2: had to be off the fence, and I think that I've got no issue with that. I'm more terrified of being um, rail biased when you have these feature meetings Mm. and you're protecting the inside. Um, But that every horse got this big track. They they got in that vacuum in the middle. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: and we had a crosswind uh, down down the straight, running this way. The wind was going straight across them, and it was playing havoc. The jockeys were really yeah. feeling it. Yeah. Uh, one jockey described when he pulled the whip through, you could you, you got a bit of wind resistance when, when the whip came through.
1: Another excuse from a another jockey. Another excuse <laughs> from a
0: jockey. We just yes. put that down in another, another list. Now um, we're going to hear from Neil Payne here, Wayne, who was representing the stable. Adrian Bott uh, was in America and Gay was at home, but the trusty Neil with his wardrobe Shining He's toned brightly. Down a bit. He's oh, where, oh. where is he? Where is he toned down? New outfit <laughs> yesterday. But um, of course, uh, Reg Payne's funeral tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Can I just go through that? Do you want to have Neil first, or yeah, go or on. on. Okay, family tree. It's very interesting. You got Dane Hill Reg. He rode over a thousand thirty-eight winners. Stuff with Burt Bellingham in Sydney. His apprenticeship went mm-hmm. to the bush and very successful. You've got eight carat, Rose, who um, she sighed well Neil, we know mm. Neil was a very successful jockey. Mm. Rodney, who rode for a while and got badly smashed up in a, uh, I think he was cleaned up by a motorbike, uh, early one morning. And you've got Narelle, who didn't ride, but married Craig Hieronymus. Out of that, they've got Adam Hieronymus. And then you've got now, the new breed, you've got Brenton Avtala's married Taylor, Neil's daughter, yeah. and now Brenton uh, Regan is engaged to Sheridan. So, might be another lot of uh, more jockeys, jockeys. more jockeys, and Rodney's over there looking after. What a great family tree!
0: Rodney's a valet in New York, looking after Louis Sayers.
1: He's a valet. He's a foreman. He's I think he's uh, he's got about two or three. Hats over there. Great family. Well. Yeah. Great. great family. There's some yeah.
2: interesting blues there on Christmas Day, would not there? Oh! Right. them all together. I know. <laughs> here's, uh, Well, here's
0: apparently the toned-down Neil Payne.
1: <laughs> what a training feat by Gay and Adrian. They've had this race in mind. You know, two runs over a short distance and then into this race over a mile, they've had him spot on for today. So, a great ride by Tim. You know, Gay told him just to take the sit behind and then pull out, you know, six and seven deep in the track. So it was by design. Yes. Even though Tim was, you know, three deep, we weren't too worried. No. You have a, add a little bit of cover, and the track is a little bit better out there. So yes. Gay suggested that. So, you know, Gay and Adrian have trained this horse a treat, and it's terrific for the owners. To win a million dollar race, it's just we're over the moon.
0: And now you'd have to set your sights on another two million dollar race, the Ingham.
1: Oh, the Ingham. My word, it'd be hard to beat in that. Well, he's run third in a group one. Yep. You know, and he's, he, he's, um, was it a mile, super, you know, very elegantly run? Yep. Yeah, a mile. So he loves the Ramwick Miles, so it's all up for me. So, yeah, another two million dollars would be handy again.
3: A real target race, third up mile, um, got in really well at the weights. He'd had a really good, you know, lead up into it, his two runs. and. Yeah, you know, like he, he covered a bit of ground there, but I guess today that hasn't been the worst thing. And yeah, you know, he toughed it out really good at the end. You know, obviously, um, hope in your hearts, Mira have had a bit to do with. I know how talented she is and how well she's going. And just felt that um, inside the last hundred, he really responded when he when he felt her coming. And no, it's a it's a great result for for this horse. And he's been a long time out of the winner's stall. But it's uh, good to see him back in in form and and getting a win because he's been very honest
4: i remember when you got off him in the nature strip and you came in and you said that was a really good effort and i thought really but you were really chuffed with his performance second up
3: yeah just i wasn't up until the last hundred it was only the last hundred he really got through the line well and um yeah i, I said to adrian when i come back and gay that you know a mole next time he's going to be really hard to beat i'd really like to ride him and then they said, "Well, surf dance is going to run in the race as well," and it's like, "Oh, I'd already sort of had myself sort of worked up to ride Riedini. I thought he'd be coming, here with been a great hope, and he proved that." Jason Collett, hope in your heart. Her run was massive. Uh, she she was working wide in the run. She probably found the firm
5: nature of the track uh, not to her liking, but yeah, her run was big.
1: Tommy Berry, old
5: plane. Yeah, very proud of his efforts. A bit of a stop-start stop to get him into a good spot, and. Um, he had his momentum taken away from him once in the straight, but he rallied really strong. I was very proud of him. Zach Lloyd, Wild Planet?
6: Yeah, very good run. Um, sort of just try to roll with him, keep him happy, and yeah, he sticked on well.
4: Regan Bayless, Brutality?
6: Yeah, he was in the barriers a long time. Um,
5: one of the first ones in there, and he just fell asleep in the barriers and, and didn't step for us today, but still got an okay drag up from Hope In Your Heart, and he finished off well, but he probably preser- prefers a little bit of cutting the ground. Rachel King,
4: Surf Dancer? Um, yeah, look, he's run OK. Just the pressure came on him a lot early. Winona Costin, Skylab. He uh, got home really nice late from getting well back in the field. Reese Jones, Purple Sector.
1: Yeah, had a nice comfortable run just behind the speed there. Probably just started to feel the track late.
3: Kieran McAvoy, Promise of Success. She ran a nice race. She got a good good try wheeling behind them, um, angled into or funneled into a spot there to challenge behind the pace as we turned for home and just leveled the last little bit, but it was a good, still a good run.
5: Brenton Abdallah, Rustic Steel.
3: He gave me a strong ride. I was on the back of the winner. Um, just thought it was a matter of getting him to the outside, he'd let go, but he just didn't change up speed at all and a little bit disappointed with his last 50.
5: Chad Schofield, Oscar Zulu.
3: Yeah, we had a good run from the draw. He um, was, was game.
5: Sam Plibert and Bertabeck.
6: I thought he um, ran well first up. He ran out of room with about 50 to go, but he was peaking on his run, but went well enough to suggest he's in for a, a good preparation.
5: Josh Parr, Holding.
6: Didn't begin well enough to take up the forward position that we expected and, and we didn't get in the race from there.
5: Jared Fry, Just spoke.
2: Yeah, probably the track was just probably a bit too firm. Wants a
3: bit more give out of the track.
5: Andrew Atkins, Love Tap. Oh, it was a disaster from a wide draw. He got checked twice in the straight and obviously wasn't able to run him. Dylan Gibbons, Parry Sound. Yeah, better run
3: than it looks. He just got smashed the whole way.
0: Okay, let's hear from the uh, runners-up. Uh, firstly, Kerry Parker with Hope in Your Heart and Paul Sn- uh, Peter Snowden with Old Flame.
2: It aimed her up for this. Uh not a uh, not an easy race to win and she's just ran sensational uh didn't didn't show a lot of early speed uh got sort of back off the bit but worked into the race really nice uh look i know how hard riadini is to run down uh, took uh think it over all the way up the straight to beat him at level weights so giving it weight today was always a concern you know uh but look she's she's gone sensational jason collett gave you a long debrief what was the guts of it Ah, oh, he was just thrilled with her you know um the guts of it was that she's a good mare, I think, you know. Uh, uh, no, she, uh, she tries really hard. She's really determined. And um, he just thought if he could have been a bit closer to Riodini, as in sideways, that she might have uh, just been a little bit more focused and, and put in a bit more fight. But uh, he said he just felt like he was out in his own the last sort of 100 metres away from everything. But, uh, no, absolutely thrilled with her effort.
5: Yeah, I was really happy with him. Uh, we knew a bad game, we knew, we knew that. Um, Tommy rode for a bit of luck early, we almost got to where we wanted to do, then we didn't work out, but we had to come back, then end up getting a good run after that. But just making that mid-race move just took a little bit out of him. But I thought he was a very brave lad, he kept working the line, he beat the small margin, covered ground, and ran the mile right out. So um, he's had a good campaign, and what we do from now on will probably determine how he pulls up tomorrow. But, uh, but he's, uh, he's done a great prep. Now, he's a nice horse going forward, and I'm sure we'll hear more about him.
3: Any more this campaign or straight uh, to the autumn?
5: As I said, I'll wait and see how he pulls up tomorrow. There is there's the village the Fortnite, which is a possibility. But look, it's, if he shows many signs like he might want to break, he'll be on the paddock on Monday morning. And uh, as we know, the autumn comes down very, very quickly. Races start in February, so uh, there's not a lot of big turnaround, and the quicker he's out, the quicker gets back in, in my mind.
0: Yeah, there you go. It is a quick turnaround. the uh, The summer, the last feature in the middle of December, and then we're talking
2: almost the first week of February that the the races start again. You know, they're fickle animals, uh, horses, and uh, we've got to the stage in Australian racing now. If you have a, a setback, there's another plan just round the corner. <laughs> just around the
0: corner. <laughs> you don't have to wait long at all. No, the carnivals run into each other, and the yeah. and the carnivals are getting longer. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That's let's, not a bad thing. Let's have a look at uh, Athelric's win in the Warra. Now, uh, I mentioned at the start of the show, the uh, the boys, uh, the apprentices won half the, half the card there yesterday, five out of ten, and Zach Lloyd got a double, and this
2: was his feature win on the $300,000 the Warra, Athelric. Yeah, we've got some marvellous apprentices around at the moment. You've got Shillers, and obviously this young man, he's, he's um, got the world at his feet with the connections that he's got, and he's... Um, he's got a good little level head about him. And he, he, look, this went to plan, went to script. It looked an easy ride on paper, and he executed it well. Um, There's no doubt about it. This was Key Largo, it's flying. Um, And he's two runs back. Uh, Dragonstone was huge from the back, Wayne. And then on the lead, look, he should have finished in the thicker things. Just that slow start was costly, but um,
1: an interesting little race. Dragonstone blinkers off, back in distance. I thought might have been just a bit beyond him, but he flew the last little bit. He does handle good ground, but um, he's been running on a few soft ones. Young Zach, I was giving him a rap. I think all these young boys—they're learning very, very quick. He rode one a little bit ordinary, I thought, earlier in the day. That you when know, yeah. I not speak now in my pocket, I hope. But he learns quick, and he rode the ones later just perfect. He got follows the right jockeys, puts them in the right spot, and uh, young. Tyler, he's done the same thing. He's gone to the next level now. When they're losing their claim, they've got to ride perfect. You make the good jockeys make less mistakes, and these guys are learning. They still make mistakes. They still do, but. As they're losing their claim, they are got to make less mistakes. And I think young Tyler's showing that now, speaking to Mark Noon about him and geez, what what a great uh, record Mark's got with his apprentices now. Incredible. He's won the last four or five apprentices premierships with Robbie and you,
0: Dolan and... You were telling us yesterday there's a new boy in town, Robbie Dolan's uh, cousin. Cousin, yeah. An Irish lad who's already ridden 20 winners.
1: Yeah, which is pretty, um, pretty good effort because I think the other boys, uh, Robbie and... Uh, Tommy Sherry come over only riding four or five winners. I think. This kid's in, ridden in his 20s, mm-hmm. he's with Johnny Murtar, we all know here in Australia, yeah. so he's got a pretty good tutor over there. He's come out here for three months, Mark's not sure whether he'll be staying or not, but he's kicking off the Provincials as from any time now, two kilos. I think there must be Leprechauns, the uh, Dolan and such family, because Robbie's about 48 kilos and this young fellow rides about 52. Okay. So, right. um, Jamie Powell. Jamie Powell. I don't know if he can sing like Robbie, but we're going to see if he can... Maybe dance a little bit. Well, the Marley's, he the can dance. That. Well, well you know, I said do, that. i a I'm not quite, not might quite sure. play the piano or something.
0: <laughs> With yeah. a run to paradise. <laughs> here's, um, here's Paul who who is uh, looking after the Godolphin team, uh, part of the backbone of the Godolphin organisation, and Zach Lloyd. He done a great job then He's a very quick horse at Felric, which he showed then to come out in front of Malkovich like that. And even Remlap's gem, he's a fast horse too. But he went with him, went with him early, then brought him back behind and he he saved himself for something at the end. And it looked like he was in that nice lane two down the straight where a lot of those winners have been coming. Perfect spot. Looks like you just want to be in the middle of the
2: straight. Um, we've just been watching it all day. We've had no luck. Earlier in the day our horses had got back
6: and just, just had too much to do where this fellow was put right on pace and uh, done everything right. Big thank you to the whole team, James, uh, Vin, Darren. They've, they've all put their trust in me on, on a big day like today and I've got a, obviously a lot of nice riders and especially him, he's a lovely horse and he just got the job done perfectly today.
4: Did you go out there with the game plan and, and is it exactly what you thought?
6: It was, it was one of those races where it just looked like it was all going to pan out perfectly obviously with Malkovich and Remlap's gem. He has very good early gate speed. It just all looked perfect, which sometimes can put a lot of pressure on you. But when you're on a professional like that, he sort of gets the job done himself. And yeah, I must say, a big thanks to the team.
0: Talk about a family tree. What about that family tree? Yeah. Uh, the Lloyds and the Schofields. Let's have a uh, listen to Bryce Hayes with Key Largo and Mark Newton with Dragonstone.
3: Yeah, look, he's been given plenty of time. He's always been an immature horse, but a horse that we've held in really high opinion. He just needed some seasoning, and he had a preparation, you know, Thank last you last preparation that was just full of, uh, you know, sort of bad luck, things going wrong, and he just needed a bit of seasoning. He's lightly raced, and, um, you know, he was prepped up to run well again today, and he's, he's certainly done that. First up winner at Ramwick, now this run, six-year-old, but as you say, not overtaxed. What do you do now? No, he's been looked after. He's been looked after, so, um, look, he'll, you know, Providing he pulls up okay, we'll, um, you know, there's a couple of ratings-based races he'd go back to on a Saturday, whether it's two or three weeks, and um, just just take it from there and um, see where we're at sort of ne- early next year.
5: It was good to see him bounce back after that uh, performance at Randwick and Melbourne Cup Day. That was a bit out of character, but, um, you know, he, he went outstandingly well today. He's a little frustrating how, how much start he gives, but uh, he's certainly got a bit of finish.
3: Is there somewhere for him to go soon?
5: Oh, look, every chance he'll back up next week in the Starlight Stakes, 1100 Rose Hill. At uh, the end of last preparation, he, he backed up and won the Bob Charlie at Randwick. So he's, he's a good horse on a backup. Um, so that's the most likely target from
0: here. OK, we'll take a break and come back with uh, more of this Wollongong program from yesterday. And then we'll go to Perth. And Darren McCauley is going to join us bright and early from the west. Okay, let's go to the first of the day. Tap and run. Ronnie Stubbs from Albury brings this horse to town. This horse made the country championships uh, final at Ranwick uh, in the uh, in April. Uh, the country championships won by another one. Here is Tyler Schiller with the first
2: of his doubles. Yep, and this horse was set up beautifully for this race. You can, you can find a horse and place them right, can't he, Ronnie Stubbs? And This horse, he had a bit of weight, but he just... He's, he's just some tough horse. So he just kept grinding, grinding, grinding away and just had that, uh, that will to win that gets him home here. So I think that second horse is one to follow, actually. Um, the, the, the horse of um, Robert Price, uh, Danny Williams' is uh, Atmospheric Rock. He's lightly raced, he's just out of Class One company. And usually, when those horses run well in a race like this, uh, their future at highway level, they can usually go bang, bang and uh, slip into that sort of system. Free state, much better with the blinkers back on. Lady car was disappointing after winning two straight. The dig was a bit better, Danzendale did her thing and Super Extreme was uh, okay again. But uh, set up well, best horse in the race, carried the weight, got the job done.
1: Not speaking our school, speaking to Danny Williams uh, before and after the race. He's got a very good opinion about the spheric rock. Thinks he's probably a preparation away, and what he's doing now is for ability. i tell you what, I like the horse. If I had to pick one the other day to follow, it'd be him.
0: Yep, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, here's Ron Stubbs and Tyler Schiller. we got the conditions we wanted and um, the result we wanted. Well, it shows his quality to get to a country championships final. Nah,
3: no, true, true, that's right, exactly. And he, you know, So it was just a perfect race for him today, so, you know glad to get the opportunity and glad to get the result what did you and tyler talk about
0: before the race and how to what did we talked about uh,
3: tyler winning the Kosciuszko <laughs> 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 no we really asked him to have him midfield he's just once again ridden a perfect race and uh, you know he's in great form and uh, he's yeah. an asset to have on board
6: first up run he dawdled out over a thousand meters not his trip and then last start he wasn't very lucky with a bit of Bit of a wide trip, stuck on well, and then today he got a great run. I thought he was very strong late. It was very good.
4: Did you always travel like the winner?
6: I did, but I was always awkward. I was on the rail, off, uh, one off, three deep, and then when I followed um, Sarah saw us into the race, I thought if I can just keep up with it, and then they took off, dropped him with the heavy weight, and then I thought he picked up really strong late.
0: And then uh, Dylan Gibbons uh, chimed in and won the second with a stero. a tough win for Matt Smith's. Uh, a stero here.
2: Yeah, look, he, he was just—he needed recent racing. Matt gets his horses big and burly when they start off, and they just keep improving as they get into a preparation. And this horse, he—he um, he showed that uh, yesterday. And when we're talking about these apprentices. we, we keep forgetting about this bloke, uh, Dylan Gibbons as well. He's a—he's a star in his own right. Um, I think he's ready to win this Exilatus, uh, maybe one of these 1550 midweeks or 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 something like that. Um, but he's he's not far off the mark there, um,
1: Mr Rocket. He's a young improving horse, local horse, and uh, I think this preparation he's found his feet. He's he's racing really really good form, and uh, if he's not winning, he's not getting beat far. He probably should have won his first two this time in, and I tell you he he won his heart out there too. But the winner was well placed, wasn't he? He was probably the best horse in the race if um, he was going to come in hardship.
0: Very hard to celebrate uh, after a win when you've got. Other owners to console, which was where Matt Smith was. He wasn't celebrating Astero. He was over there talking to the uh, connections of Crowned by aces. But I dragged him over, and here he is.
7: Good, both horses ran well, and yeah. uh, you know it was good to see uh, the team uh, with Astero get a little bit of luck. He had one of those preps last prep. Nothing sort of went right, so uh, um, it was good to get that win on the board today. Good tough win. I thought it was actually like it's good tough. He was there. He, he was there early, yeah. and uh, he fought out all the way to the line, and you know. Uh, he was good late, so it was excellent. The plan was to be a bit more neutral, but
3: he had another plan, so I just had to work with him. and it was probably a blessing disguise that he was so keen to be there because it just allowed me to get that spot three-wide with cover. I just think the way the track's playing too, nice and fast, you probably just want to get to the centre where it's at its driest. And Look, it wasn't a typical Kemler ride. I was three-wide with cover, and I was the first to pop and go, but I just had that much horse, I didn't want to alter his momentum, and you know I think that's what helps get over the line because he gave a strong kick and was obviously vulnerable a little bit late. But that wind's pretty strong out there. You're
1: doing the right thing.
0: Okay, well this uh, next race, race number three, this changed uh, mid race. Us was in front early, but then uh, ended up behind the speed. The saddle slipped on nautical Miss so uh, Alicia Collard had no uh, option but to allow that horse to. Mm
2: do what it had to do. Yeah, just let stride. And that's where Josh Parr's experience come into play, because he was getting a lovely run up front, and you wouldn't have, you know, gone mad on him if you he sort of went with the leader, with, with, with Nautical Miss, but he said, no, I've had a little rest, I'll just let this horse go. He summed up the situation, there was something wrong, and then he went to the 1-1, and it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful ride. Uh, tampering, what a good old local he is, you know, he struggles to run 2,000 metres, but he has a, he had a real go there yesterday. Bit of run from main stage. Colour sergeant. He's probably got his foot on the till, and um, just a jedi did his thing, uh, uh, running on from the back. But um, yeah, beautiful ride. Two from two at the track and distance, and a lot of horses come just right up that middle there yesterday in that spot.
1: So uh, yep, probably got another guard a little bit because he did win the last race here the other day over two thousand metres mm. after running in the little dance. So probably wasn't that hard to find yesterday. No, but, no, hmm. you could have found him. Uh, I didn't, though. No, no. I either.
0: <laughs> Alright, off to a break with Glenn Lobb and also Josh Parr.
7: Coming here today, you know, we just said to Josh, just stand over him. Uh, if he can lead, lead. You know, if something has a go at you, you know, let him go. and, and But get him working with the 600. He was on the quick back and, you know, we, we we thought he'd go all right. It's, it seems to be his distance, you know. He won over at the, the Orange Cup, which got him into the um, well, the little dance. He actually went around him, but drew wide and done no good. But um, Yeah, it was it was a real good run of his today.
1: Prepared very well by Bjorn on the on the backup. He was very fit, but but as well as being fit, he was really calm today, and I think that's taken uh, that's been a big advantage for him and 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 his racing style today.
4: Did you always feel like you were going to win?
1: Yeah, I did. I I, uh, I know I got attacked for that brief moment, as you said, but I'd done no work to that point. And it was only for a very brief moment. And then I was able to get to one off and sit in the 1-1. One, one. Uh, and then I had a, a, a piggyback from that point on. When I went to the front, he let down really well. And we got clear of those uh, two, two lead horses. And the wind just absolutely smashed us and, and turned I'll him sideways.
7: Be, I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun.
0: race four quick tempo so unlucky first up makes amends yesterday by winning with style and so much more to come
2: yeah it's always nice when you go home with your head you know tail between your legs after being desperately unlucky and it's lovely to back it up and say there you go and that's exactly what it is he was airborne yes they run very fast time much faster time um, than then, then earlier, uh, later on, so... Just outside the record, I think, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, was, he was excellent. So, um, well, what, what else do we want to say? His sacramony was just too short for him, but that's a lovely return from mm. him, over a thousand metres. Capital Rainford forward hard. Uh, Way to the Stars just had to cope with all that pressure up front when they're running that fast time, so... And Suprina was okay, but uh, a thoroughly deserved win.
1: Mark Minervini's always had a very good opinion of this horse. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit unlucky on a few occasions, but that's perfect ride by Jace Collett yesterday. Too just had him in a good spot. Knew he had to get the outside clear air, and look at the way he sprinted home. He's a pretty handy horse in his day.
0: He had some good horses in Adelaide, Mark Minervini. Yes. He says this is the quickest horse he's ever trained.
1: He's a horse with pretty good ability, and uh, it's been cruel to watch him get beat a few times. And. Uh... We made up for it today. I'm really, really thrilled. Yeah.
0: Jason
2: just said he's a bit of a quirky horse.
3: Yeah. He, he looked like at the 100 metre mark he was going to throw it away. he would've got to run around a bit, but that just shows you how much ability he's got. Greg, he, he can do things wrong, but I've uh, trained for 30 years. He's the quickest horse I've had. Really? He's galloped Tuesday morning. Michaela Weir rode him for me at Newcastle, and feeding him on, I don't reckon his feet touch the ground in the straight. He just absolutely airborne. So. I knew today he only needed to have a little bit of fresh air and he'd be hard to hold out. Try and make sure he had space today. Obviously last start he was,
5: he was pretty unlucky, but he probably showed too that he's he's, he's maybe not the bravest horse sort of in amongst them. So just wanted to make sure he had the clear air today. And, and he made the job easy when he when he cleared and left the barrier as well.
4: Are you happy with him in the run?
5: Really happy. Yeah, I was I was on the, the back of one star I was probably the ones I thought was one to beat and yeah obviously a bit of. A bit going on there in the straight, but look, he's a set of blinkers may help in time.
0: Uh, Star Boretta wins uh, race number five. This is for Nathan Dorn, and another one for Tyler Schiller. And uh, when we get to the head on,
2: watch this. Yep, and uh, look, this horse is up in class, this mare. She's a six year old mare, and this is another stable going really, really well at the moment. Um, Two runs back from a spell, uh, wins the 64 at Hawkesbury, comes here and goes up in class to the 78, and just was looking in trouble, but burst through when he had a lap full of horse hit uh, Tyler. I want to follow pretty wild. Uh, she was hardly fancy in the in the betting, but I think that was her first run on the dry. Um, she's come back well, she's got a good little record and I think she can continue to improve at this time of year. That's the horse I want to uh, be on the back of and other than that uh, Amethuba was okay first up and can't say much about the others but it was a bit hairy for a while but she gets the job done.
1: I thought Vianello I was a little bit harsh I suppose, on young Jaden there. Uh Probably just made one decision wrong and then everything sort of went wrong, and young Tyler got the runs through there. I agree with you, pretty wild. Well Only had the one trial, I think, coming into yesterday. Yep, one trial. Yeah, so trial. actually, I think definitely the one to follow out of the race. Here's
0: Nathan Doyle and Tyler
1: Schiller.
3: She would have been very unlucky if she didn't win. Uh, you watched the replay from the 400 to the last 10 metres, I think she was held up, just climbing over their backs looking for runs. but he uh, got her out in the right time and it was a terrific win. Okay, well a lot of
0: people only saw her that last 10 metres when she burst through. Yeah, uh, she, she,
3: she you, you had your eyes <laughs> on her though. I, I seen her climbing over their backs and the other horse ran a terrific race as well. He uh, had to do probably all the donkey work chasing up the leader and wasn't beaten far but I got to see her just climbing over their heels and I knew if she got out she'd be right in the finish. She's a six year old, never been racing better. Yeah, she's had issues and it's a credit to Blue Blood and the guys that per, persisted with her and the owners. They've been very patient. She Only she won
6: a race till she was five-year-old, um, just with knee issues and they give her time and they're reaping rewards now. Well, you've made a lot of people happy. Yeah, very happy. It's good, good well, to see. It probably wasn't the smartest move going up between them when I had a bit of horse, but I was just hopeful that we could find a gap in the right part of the ground and when she got the gap, she was very brave to go through it. There wasn't much there and I thought she was really good.
4: What were you thinking halfway up the straight?
6: Uh, I was just looking, seeing if anyone was given and Andy hung in a bit and then uh, we got a gap. She's very strong. I thought early in the race we were a bit further back than I wanted to be and then I didn't want to go to the fence. I didn't want to come all the way around them so I just tried to poke through and was lucky enough to get a gap and she's very th- good through the line.
0: Alright then we get to race six. What drama. What drama it was uh, with the, uh, the low angle that was shown. I wonder if we can point out where the camera is, because it's just down there on race day, but it's a shocking angle uh, when we get to the, the photo finishes here at uh, Kembla. The photo finishes are right, they're right on the line, but the, the low-down camera where we try to line up who's won is a complete lie, because Broken Arrow's won
2: by a neck. Yeah, pretty well. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, would you? Um, it uh, Cuban Royale, what a good little hot stable horse he's been he's an eight-year-old now this is his eighth win he's he's probably approaching half a million in prize money and he's a tried and true performer every preparation he wins a race but fair income. you're entitled to go the, uh, yeah. the, the early but where's the where's the
0: have we got the uh the low angle shot there guys just to show what everyone was uh, seeing on track have we got that I don't think we've got well, it. So, so okay. Well, I'll yeah. explain it. I'll paint the picture. When they hit the line on yep. the low shot, the low angle shot, Broken Arrow's head was in front. Yep. Uh, <laughs> by a clear margin. Yep. And here are the owners of Broken Arrow. I think we've got that. They were so happy, uh, jumping up and down, I- enjoying the moment. This is this this is shortly after the race. We don't have that either. Here, yes. here they are. There we've we won go. the race. Broken Arrow. We've, oh, yeah, won, yeah. The yeah, we've yeah. won the race. We've won the race. Yeah, you're the best They've yeah. seen it. Bears yeah. are on us.
1: And oh. then, the, then the photo's gone
0: Oh, up. no. Had
1: they been listening to you? <laughs> did
0: they? Well, everyone, oh. everyone on track. Now, there's a photo. Yeah. There's a photo showing Cuban Royales clearly won. But it was the other low shot that apparently we don't have this morning uh,
2: that... That filled everyone. Yeah, it, it looked sitting like they the the were and, and by on track as well. Looked well, like the other was a one by half a head. Easy. Oh, yeah. no, easy. You know, we had the like, low angle up. Like, as called. As called. As called. <laughs> it was
0: five <laughs> meters. The camera is set up five meters past the post, so we're getting a. A, a, a shocking angle from there, but it just it fooled everyone. The owners were disappointed.
2: Can we just but, play that once more for the owners so they can record it? Yeah, just play, look. play, play the replay that more the rest time. of their lives. This is the day we won, <laughs> <laughs> This is the day we won. This is the day we <laughs> won. <laughs> <laughs> what a oh, great day!
0: What a great day! We
2: are in Broken Arrow, the winner of race six. At, oh no, uh, we haven't. What? Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I feel for you. sorry, it's a joke.
2: he said, It's a joke.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's go to a break. We'll come back with more after this. We've still got uh, Nugget and Tamerlane to come.
1: Oh, I, I thought he got beat, that's for sure. Watching it live, I thought we got beat a neck. That's for sure, but um, look, last Saturday here, we had one we thought we won, we won and we got beat. So yeah. um, it's it, it, like um, they said, it's very disrespectful, like just the angle, that's the way it is. But look, this horse has come up so good. I mean, there's an eight-year-old, Feels like a three-year-old to ride, he's just been sound, I think it was his 57th start today. He's just been a real money spinner for the owners, um, they love, they're all local people, so yeah,
5: good on him. Yeah, very unsure, I've seen that horse shoot up the inside and um, yeah, well, we'll take it, we'll take it. You
4: trialed him in both trials coming back, were you happy with him resuming today?
5: I was very happy with him. It. Um, it's credit to Rob and Luke because they targeted this race from last year. Um, and they're usually pretty soft on their horses first up, but they gave him two good solid trials this time, had him rock hard, fit, ready to go, so, you know, good training performance. It's
4: been a long time, it's been nearly 70 weeks since he's recorded a win, hopefully that'll give him a bit of confidence going forward now.
5: Yeah, that's right, it's been a long time between drinks and he's just a horse that sometimes getting in a bit of an awkward spot and get himself getting bring himself undone, but um, race panned out nice today and he got the job done.
0: Okay, welcome back. Let's go to Nugget now. Kembla Grange race number nine. And this was one of the most uh, impressive wins of the day. A horse that we don't know much about. Pull your earpiece out, Ronnie, because we're getting ourselves back here in the delay. Um, what did you think of Nugget?
2: Ah, look, the riding was on the wall. The betting was going to tell the tale with him. And uh, that's exactly what it was, because he went up $4.40. Um, on the Wednesday and he just firmed every couple of hours right through to this race where at the finish there there was probably only about $2.15 left. So he got on the back of them there, he motored home and he's an interesting horse, he's an import, he's only had 12 or 13, this is his 13th start, he's second in Australia and maybe they might want to have a throw at the stumps with his, if they can sneak into the field um, in the Ingham, um, why not? and um, he carried the weight yesterday. You'll get him with a nice weight. The timing looks very good for him, but uh, impressive win. Steely's just a tough, genuine horse who always runs well. Bullfinch had no luck uh, down the straight here and uh, may, should have probably run second, I would have thought.
1: I think we'll be talking more about Nugget, Ronnie. He's proven over in Europe. I know that he's one on good tracks over there and over there, I'd explain after riding there that a yielding track over there would be a good track. Flush, you know, like, um, they like to water the tracks, have a little bit of dig in the ground, but he handles all types of ground, so I think, um, yeah, sky's the limit for this bloke, I was very impressed with him yesterday.
0: Okay, and then we'll go to the last, and uh, Zach Lloyd here, uh, bounce to the front, they'd gone 10 yards, or 10 strides in this race, and Tamerlane was in front, and Tamerlane for Zach Lloyd, and
2: James Cummings leads all the way. Yeah, all he had to do is just run his little little figure uh, late there, and that's exactly what he was, but by this stage. Uh, every leader, well, sort of. We, I think we had a leader to win all day, so that took the speed out of the race here. Everyone wanted to take a sit, and this young man seized the opportunity. I think he was given a free reign to do so, and he gets the job done. So, Mandabot he's going well for the right race. It's just a matter of finding the right race for him. Arnaquir was solid there again, but it was all about... Um, seizing an opportunity there, which he did, Tamerlane.
0: Okay, we'll take a break and we'll finish the show with a look at WA Racing yesterday. A Railway Stakes, Group One, and a very memorable WA Guineas. Well, what a day in Perth yesterday. Uh, We'll get to the WA guineas in a moment, but first the railway, and uh, an historic railway. Colin Webster, uh, I believe is 82, but I read in, in a paper report this morning, he may be 84. Darren McCauley will sum all this up for us, but a momentous occasion, and once again, Uh, Have we got it right? Was it Colin Webster's first Group One winner or did he train the Oaks winner in 1980 when it was a Group One with Queen Inca? Here to explain it all, Darren McCauley who joins us on the phone from Perth. Darren,
8: good morning. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Nice to be with you, Greg. Unfortunately, we can't get a link there to you right at the moment, but nice to chat all the same. What a day it was for Colin Webster and his wife, Lynn, and their son, Cole, yesterday, who's been as integral a part of their stable as any other. And to be able to achieve the success with tricks of the trade, with Troy Turner in the saddle, his former apprentice, and, of course, the horse that ran second, Comfort Me, was ridden by Peter Nucky, who was also indentured to Colin Webster. Cole was a bit like the Theo Green over here, boys, and uh, has had so many talented apprentices go through his stable, his home. They are included as being part of a family. And to have his two boys run the Quinella and to give him his first railway stake success was an absolute milestone in his career. Um, I don't know whether he's 82 or he's 84, it matters nil, but he's still absolutely training winners galore and uh, deserved everything that came his way yesterday.
0: Well, here we are picking them up from the home turn. Tricks of the trader. Handy three-year-old who won first up in a ratings race and then ran third in the Asian bow and comes out and wins your Feature Race of the Year.
8: Yeah, well look at uh, Tricks of the Trade. He's back there in Bill and Patricia Robinson's colours. He has the yellow with the brown. He gets caught up in a little bit of traffic outside of Carly's Karma after they turn for home. comfort me, who was placed in this race last year, and looking to try and go too better, all of a sudden had tricks of the trade outside of it, and he accelerated. Now, he found Alaskan God too good when they started getting up over more ground in the Melvista and then the Derby at the end of their three-year-old seasons. That's where Alaskan God exposed tricks of the trade, but before then, he was completely dominant going up to a mile and to 1,800. So, I think Colin, seeing the maturity in this four-year-old, the way that he had come on from his three-year-old season, the way that he had really coming to his own, felt that he had uh, the right horse to win a very tough mile, as you all know there. This ascot mile, is uh, it's not for the faint-hearted, it's a tough, hard-run race, and uh, it took a really good four-year-old, an up-and-coming four-year-old, to get the job done the way that he did yesterday.
0: And here is Mr
9: Webster and Troy Turner. Unbelievable. Group one, my first group one. That's unbelievable. He's a magnificent horse. And Troy rides him just to perfection.
4: When you're in the twilight of your training career, you wonder if you'll ever find a horse that's good enough to win one of these. How proud are you of him?
9: I am very, very proud of him. Very proud.
4: And what about the moment as a family to see all of you here together? Everyone's in tears embracing. It's a special moment.
9: It's very, very special. Very special. Bill and old Bill and Pat Robinson came down today to watch him. They can't come to the race as much because of their age but they're down here today to watch him win and they're over the moon.
4: They're in their 90s. This is so special for everyone. uh, What about the performance of the horse today?
9: Magnificent, magnificent. We knew if we had him fresh enough he could do it. We didn't want to run him last week because if he's got the edge off him slightly he's never as good. But uh, we aimed at this race a long time ago and... We really thought he could win it. Yeah, that's um,
3: yeah a bit emotional. but um, Yeah, just trying to win one of these races for <clears throat> well, the team's been um, pretty hard. So today we had the right horse, and uh, the horse has trained a treat. So uh,
5: it's good to uh, get the job done. And teamwork is what it's all about. A stable like Colin Webster's, Cole Jr., your son Geordie. He was in tears after the race. It means a lot.
3: Yeah, it does. You know, look, like everyone puts in hard work, and... Uh, 16 horses going out there today, all in um, good form, Um, but ours was in tip-top form and uh, trained to the minute, just, uh, yeah, credit to the Sable.
2: You could see how happy everyone was for Colin Webster there, couldn't you? It's obviously, he's a very popular man, you can see everyone wanting to, feeling, you know, feeling well for him. That's exactly right. Congratulations from everywhere, as there should be.
0: Gee Ronnie, I hope we get to see Amelia's Jill in a couple of weeks when we're over there for the northerly. Yeah, she's a, she's a... A machine. Yeah, Darren, um, we're going to pick them up on the home turn here. Just tell us about Amelia's jewel. I can hear it in your voice when you call her, how much she means to you.
8: Well, she does, because I was part of the trip with Peter Walsh. We were across in England uh, on a racing tour to Royal Ascot. Went to uh He picked out a, a mare. He wanted to be covered by Kingman at the time, and then uh, he was going to France, and He'd heard about a stallion called Siuni, and uh, he finished up buying a mare called Bumbasina. Now, I'm pretty sure that Bumbasina might be a great-great-granddaughter of bounding away. And he, he rang me late in the evening to say that he had secured the service to Siuni, and, and this is the result with um, Amelia's jewel, and he wouldn't let her go. He, he sold the colt through the Easter sales at uh, Inglis, and I think he made, um, it was around 750,000 or thereabouts, the Kingman Colt, and he was not going to part from this filly. There was something special about her from day one. Simon Miller had kept telling Pete that he had potentially his group one horse. Now this was an early call, but it went through undefeated as a two-year-old. We saw her dig deep, not off a great winter in the Belgravia, and then had to back up nine days later. And she got beaten by a really nice filly laced up heels in the Burgess Queen stage. So uh, maybe she was just a little flat off the nine days, but Simon was absolutely intent on not going to the champion fillies. He just wanted the guineas and he set her for that race. And of course, he was supremely confident in telling Pete yesterday morning that this would be his guineas. And of course, what she has done is ended a 44 year hoodoo. It's an incredible hoodoo of uh, a two year old winning a Caracana, then winning a guineas. So she certainly has underlined just how special she really is.
0: All right, well, here, here they all are after the uh, race. The the owner, Peter Walsh, the trainer, Simon Miller, and another great ride from Patty Carberry.
2: She'd been behind the eight ball, right from where it goes. She didn't come back well, uh, she, the cold knocked around and Simon's been nursing. He had her on a fat diet for about seven weeks and then he had to switch the... Uh, so he's done a great job, switched the feed and... Uh,
7: I think today she just demonstrated what a great horse, and she'll probably have one more start than uh, probably head over East. I think it means a lot to everyone. Like um, Annie's, Annie's not here today. She couldn't make it, so she's on the couch and cheerio to her. And um, like Nolly Noddle, one of my original owners, he's not well. He couldn't make it, and he rang me today and gave me the greatest wish. And Wicker chops his old man, who was uh, he ran the stable prior to Kelly and. I just got some really nice messages from a lot of people today. It's
4: special, isn't it? You're emotional.
7: Oh, I'm emotional because this race has been a dead set thorn in <laughs> my side, and okay. I've, um, I rang mean Pete this morning. I just said, "Mate, we're ready. Um, just enjoy it. Like we're ready." And he was really relaxed, which he, he usually isn't. So um, it is special because. Like, what he's done though. Like, um, I don't know, I'm just proud. I'm proud of everyone. Oh, I'm lost for honestly I'm lost for words. I, I can't believe I won it. We've always been
1: supremely confident. Uh, it's alright for everyone to judge on the outside, but we live and breathe these horses every every day of the week and three hundred and sixty five days a year and um, today's the day.
5: There was a lot last year that you had to go through coming into the Karakata plate and this filly, I'm sure means a lot to you.
1: Yeah, um you, you just uh, you form, a, form an association with these horses, especially when you ride them every day. And uh, I was walking around behind the barriers with the clerk of the course with Jade. And I, she said, oh, what are you saying to her? What do you call her? And I said, I call her all sorts of things. I said, she listens to everything you say. She's, she's just one of those horses that you know she listens. And whether, whether, I don't think she understands, but she knows my voice. And uh, just uh, full credit to the stable.
0: We've helped uh, Simon a lot over the years. We've been part of the stable as uh, (laughs) one-time co-trainers. We haven't had much to do with this filly, but we'd like to get involved now. That's right. Just to put some finish in touch That's right. So would you like to outline the program
2: for her? Well, I'd say in 12 months time, she'd be a a candidate for a golden eagle, 10 million. No doubt. And uh, there's lots of of lovely options for a, a filly like her. Might even give her a slot. Might even give her a slot she can she can plot her own path. Yeah. Sky's the limit, Darren.
8: Yeah, I think we might go to the northerly in a couple of weeks 1st with uh, 50 and a half on her back and hopefully get a draw. Uh, I'm just suggesting Mr Simon this morning. I'm part of the co-training team, as you gentlemen also are. So I think we'll go there, pick that one off, and then uh, we'll leave uh, the interstate raids, of course, to be worked out between Simon and Pete, but She's exciting, she has been right from the word go. One thing I love about her, Ronnie and, and, and uh, Harrow, you'll, you'll see her, she's got that fast twitch leg speed. A lot of horses, you muscle power drive, but her legs just go there, that really fast twitch sort of action that the the brilliant ones seem to have. And there's something a little bit unique about her. She's got almost an Arabian look ahead. Um, I haven't seen one like her, not in over 40 years of calling, but, that presents the way she does.
1: Uh, Darren, I uh, just send uh, regards to Paddy Carberry. I like having a bet over there, and he's Mr. Consistency. Gives him every chance, and, uh, yeah, I love watching him.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wonderful association. He and Simon, when Simon first moved from Victoria to WA, uh, Pat was one of the jockeys early on that he established a relationship with, and they have won numerous um, uh, two-year-old races together. And uh, this one, though, this this transcends them all, this filly, Amelia's jewel. And you can even sense that special feel that Patrick has for her, the way that he communicates with her and and, uh, just how she responds to him. So it's a formidable team. And I think overall, Simon Miller's team is a formidable one. And they continue to produce these great results.
0: Okay, we look forward to seeing you next week. The winter bottom looks to be outstanding, and then uh, if she's going to be there, we are so looking forward to the Northerly in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you very much.
8: Pleasure, boys.
0: There's Darren McCauley, and uh, that is it for the show today, and that's it for the year as well. We'll take a bit of a... This show will go into recess for a little while and be back in the new year for uh, the carnival, which will start very, very soon. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I hope I didn't
1: finish it, did I? No, No, yeah.
0: Yeah, that cap. That cat put the yeah, show uh, He wants to dress like brown, he? Yeah. It's
1: thanks to Martin Newnham. He's my uh, fashion advisor.
0: I'd get a second opinion. <laughs> 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 that's your opinion. There we go. Thank you, Wayne. That's been And pleasure, that's bro. it. Thank that's you. it. Um, yeah, bottom next week. Uh, the Ingham, uh, very, very soon. We're about a month away from the Ingham, that $2 million race at Royal Ram. We're going to be seen here on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.